Christ is born, let us glorify him. This is Father Basil Malovan again doing another podcast. And I hope all of you out there are having a safe and blessed Christmas season. If you remember, in our Eastern Christian tradition, Christmas season is 40 days long. So uh, don't pack away the lights and the... Christmas tree yet. We celebrate Christmas right till February 2nd, the feast of um, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. So today uh, I was thinking about a few things and the most um, things that were coming into my head was during this COVID pandemic that we're having, many people are thinking that our church in the world is no longer relevant. You know, we uh, are so preoccupied with our pandemic, with our, uh, you know, being safe from getting COVID that we kind of are forgetting about our real real goal in life to serve and honor God. And one reading that I just want to discuss today, to contemplate about today, is from um, the Gospel of Matthew. And uh, this is a pretty famous gospel, especially in our a Catholic tradition about St. Peter, about uh, Jesus talking about um, St. Peter's authority over the other apostles and the church. So this is uh, the gospel that I'm going to read today. Jesus went to the territory near the town of Caesarea Philippi, where he asked his disciples, 
who do people say the Son of Man is? Some say John the Baptist, they answered. Others say Elijah, while others say Jeremiah or some other prophet. What about you, he asked them. Who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. Good for you, Simon, son of John, answered Jesus. For this truth did not come to you from any human being, but it was given to you directly by my Father in heaven. And so I tell you, Peter, you are a rock, and on this rock foundation I will build my church, and not even death will ever be able to overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you prohibit on earth will be prohibited in heaven, and what you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Then Jesus orders his disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. And just one other reading I want to talk about in the Gospel of Matthew as well. Um, it comes at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 28, where Jesus appears to his uh, disciples. So the eleven disciples went to the hill in Galilee where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, even though some of them doubted. Jesus drew near them and said to them, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you and I will be with you always to the end of the age. So, as I contemplated about these two readings today, and and contemplating about the role of our Catholic Church in today's world, so I think the first uh, of all, the readings have um, a very powerful... Um, influence to say that the, our church is not going to disappear. You know, many people in our world don't want the Catholic Church to be influential anymore. Many people in our world today, especially North America, don't think the church is relevant in their lives anymore. Many people don't want to go to church and just think that it's an unnecessary burden in their lives. They could have all these attitudes and all these thoughts, but our church is not going to go away. (laughs) You see, Jesus put the Catholic Church on earth for to guide the people so that they will be, um, you know, doing what God wanted them to do and to guide their souls to the heavenly kingdom. And right from the Pope, who was a successor of Peter, so every Pope who's ever come after the Apostle Peter was the leader of the what we say is the universal Catholic Church to guide all the faithful of the world, all those who follow the Catholic beliefs, to help them live lives of holiness, to help them live lives of 
purity so that they will make the decisions necessary to help, to help their souls enter the heavenly kingdom. This is really the goal of, of the church on earth. Now, of course, unfortunately, the church has entered the political realm a lot in the history. You know, as I said in my previous podcast, unfortunately, there are times where the people who are leading the church are still sinners. We are all sinners, including the Pope of Rome. And sometimes we make decisions that are unhealthy for us and for all those people we lead, we lead in life. So um, sin can come into any part of uh, the church and, and, and the devil's wiles and the devil's lies can unfortunately affect people uh, who lead the church to make decisions that are not pleasing to God. And this is why you also have the priest scandals and uh, all the um, all, all the bad things that are happening. And we don't have to get into that. You know what I'm talking about. All the sexual abuse scandals and, and the corruption that, that happened in the church over the centuries, over the uh, the history of the church. But still, it is the church's role because Jesus put this, uh, gave this church authority over heaven and earth to preach the good news starting with Peter. And, and, uh, that, that, that first reading I talked about, about being the rock. You know, what is a rock? You know, it, it doesn't matter what, uh, generation we live in. The rocks are the solid foundation, you know? When you talk about a mountain, uh, it's, it's there forever, you know? We, we can't remove the mountain, even though in our world we try to destroy things because of our sinful nature. Those things that in, in, in nature that God created are, are there forever, you know? The mountains of the earth. And the, this is what Jesus was talking about. The church is here like those mountains. The church is going to be here forever, right until the end of the world. No matter how many people don't like it, no matter how many people don't listen to the priests and bishops and popes teachings anymore, we are still going to be here, you know? So, uh, what is, again, how do we as church people, as, as priests, as lay people, as parishioners, how do we, um, use the church's teachings, the church's wisdom over the years to help people um, be holy, to help people become the Christians that God wants them to be. Well, first of all, we have to be the uh, we we have to lead by example. So, if we are not the Christians that God wants us to be. We can't expect to teach others if they are looking at us and saying, well, you know, you're not doing what God has asked you to do. You're not being the perfect person that God has asked us to be. So why should I follow you? Why should I listen to you? So it's more about leading by example. 
our words are important, our prayers are important, of course, but it's leading by example. So to, to lead by example means that sometimes we have to go against what society is telling us to do, you know, and it's very important for us to remember that, to help, um, uh, to help one another grow in holiness. We have to grow in holiness ourselves. You know, if we don't grow in our own holiness, then we can't expect anyone else to grow in holiness either. And this is why in families, it's so important for parents to be holy, to be church going, to be, um, to make the right decisions in their lives so that their children can learn from them and become holy people themselves, you know. And I've, I've talked about this many times, uh, in my homilies and my podcasts. We need to teach parents about the faith so that they can teach their children. You know, it's one thing to teach children, but if their parents are not living out the faith at their homes, then it's useless. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that we need to teach the parents the faith and the grandparents so they can teach their children and grandchildren about it. If the parents and, and, and grandparents don't know anything about the faith, what do you expect the children are going to be like? They're going to grow up seeing their parents not care about the church and its traditions. So how do you think the children are going to be growing up? They're going to be the same thing. Okay, so we need to grow up to help the children grow up uh, by educating the whole family. Okay, this is very, very important in our tradition. Educating this one part of the family ain't going to do it. We have to educate the entire family. So what role does the church still have in our world? Well, we still have a very important role in our world. The Pope is a, you know, Pope of Francis is, is still a very popular figure in our world. Um, he makes the news all the time. Whatever he says is newsworthy and, and the rest of the world listens to him. Even if they don't always agree with what he says, they still are listening to him. He still has that authority in the world to make statements about the, um, the faith. And, um, you know, in our, in our parishes and our eparchies and our dioceses, it's the same thing. The bishops have that authority to, uh, tell their faithful what is the right way to live and, and what is the correct way, um, to, to live out the holiness and to follow the commandments and to, make decisions that are morally acceptable to God. And then the priests in each parish have that same duty as well. You know, unfortunately in our world, we're we're coming to the point where priests are very afraid to make uh, statements that that, that, uh, are true, to the faith because we don't want to offend anyone, you know, 
it's so hard for priests to talk about um, the faith in a way that's not offensive because everyone gets offended right away, you know. If we talk about uh, sexual sins, if we talk about uh, abortion and euthanasia and birth control and and uh, uh, living together outside of marriage and all those issues, people get offended right away, you know. And it's 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 hard not to offend people because our faith is is it, it comes from comes from Jesus himself, you know. And even though Jesus said that we have to treat everyone with mercy and forgiveness and compassion, yeah, we we can't forget about that. We have to treat everyone with mercy, forgiveness, and compassion, but. At the same time, we have to follow the tenets of our faith. Those commandments that were given down to us, the, the tradition of the church, the holy tradition, what we call. Cause remember, the, the Holy Spirit works even today, you know, the Holy Spirit didn't stop working after Jesus went to, uh, uh, rose from the dead and went to heaven. The Holy Spirit is still with us today. And the Holy Spirit is guiding us every single day of our lives to do what is holy, to, to uh, help the, the Pope and the bishops and the priests to make, uh, homilies that are, uh, that are, um, talk about the faith and to protect the faith from the evil one, and from all the sinfulness that is happening in this world. So, you know, we, we many people say, well, if it's not in the Bible, then why should we listen to the priests? Well, not everything is going to be in the Bible because the Bible, you know, was was the the Jewish uh, uh, the the Old Testament, of course, was the Jewish covenant with God that the journey of the Jewish people. And then, of course, the New Testament was talking about Jesus and the apostles and, and the early church. But the Holy Spirit still lives today. It didn't end when at the, at the time of the Holy, of the Acts of the Apostles when the early church was built. It still exists today. Okay. We have to remember that as well, that the Holy Spirit still exists. So, as Catholics, as Christians, we have that duty and obligation to follow the faith as was passed down through the apostles, passed down through all the bishops and priests and, and martyrs up to this very day, you know. So today we have the same faith that the people of the Old Testament had, of the New Testament had, of the martyrs had, of our of our ancestors have, that is the same faith we should be practicing today. Even though the rest of the world might be different, even though the technology in the world might have changed things and, and the COVID might have changed things, our faith is still the same. So we can't say, well, because the world is changing, we have to change with it. There are some things that have to remain the same, and that is our faith. Our faith can't change because of the world changing. 
right? So listen to the commandments. Um, listen to the church teachings. Educate yourself about what it is to be holy. These are very important things to do as Christians. If we don't do those things, if we don't teach our children the faith, we are doing a great disservice to God and to one another. Okay? So God bless you today. Have a great and holy week, and I will talk to you soon.